multinational ex-spouse name. Yes, there's a day for that. I'm really not shocked anymore, are you? It appears the spirit of the day includes taking a little time to reflect on positive moments shared with your former husband or wife. I commend ex-couples where every party involved in complicated charts, the exes themselves, their current partners, former in-laws and children from each original pair are working together to create an extended family of sorts, a true modern family. I bear no animosity towards the father of my son. I have no residual anger at him. It was so long ago that we were together at a different time and we were so young. We really were different people. Sure, a little annoyance springs up now and then when something currently happening in my life reminds me of a bad episode in our time together. But mostly, it is a laugh in general at how clueless and immature we both were. As an ex-boyfriend of my sister termed it, kids having kids. Sorry, Jay. I know that's another example there of an ex whose name was brought up and met with annoyance and a lot of laughter at his expense. Exes are open game, I think. Fodder for jokes, waiting to bubble up. Exes of writers? Whoa. That's right up there with being someone who broke the heart of or had a really god-awful relationship with a singer or songwriter, or a painter, or any flavor of artist for that matter. What is the bottom line I'm getting at? If you aren't careful, you just might find yourself the subject of a song woven into a character in a novel, painted, literally, in an unflattering light, or made into the anecdote that could be blogged or make excellent after-dinner drink conversation. Speaking of anecdotes, a recent writing exercise gave cause for me to create a fictionalized version of an almost forgotten event in my early 20s that involved Filipino food, an ex, and an innocuous green smoothie. green. The sisters had not seen Tiffany for a few months now, and they were excited to finally be making another trip to Millbrae. Tiff was a dear college friend of Jenna, the older of the sisters, and had moved to the Bay Area a few years ago with her husband and two young children. The younger sister, Minnie, was especially looking forward to the visit. She would be bringing her new boyfriend with her, and she was eager for Tiff to meet him and find out what she thought of him. Bruce, Minnie's boyfriend insisted that they take his mom's silver Toyota 4Runner instead of riding with Jenna in her sedan. Minnie would have preferred they all go together so they could hang out in the city afterward. But Cruz was adamant about taking a separate car. Okay, thought Minnie, not a big deal. It wasn't going to derail the day's plans, but she still felt a little guilty that she wouldn't be leaving her sister to travel alone, knowing how she hated driving long distances. Tiff buzzed them in as they pulled into the lot and was in the lobby to greet them as they entered the building. As Cruz walked ahead to hail the elevator, Tiff mouthed with an exaggerated lip movement behind his back, He's handsome, to which Minnie beamed back and I know. An unspoken part of the Filipino commandments of hosting guests. Be the gathering big or small, cook and prepare like you're feeding a small country. And an unspoken rule of being a polite guest in a Filipino household, accept all the food offered praise its unparalleled deliciousness, take seconds, thank the host profusely. 
Tianfu was the empress of Filipino hosting. She dressed impeccably, her makeup game was on point, and she smelled as yummy as the dishes she spent the morning cooking. While she was putting the finishing touches on the lunch she had prepared for them, scents of grilled squid, pinakbet, and pancit malabon wafting through the divider to the kitchen, she entertained the girls and crews with anecdotes about her kids and work, as well as putting on a VHS of the latest hot ticket movie for them to watch. This was interspersed with the clank of pots and the sizzling on the stove, accompanying the music of the blender whirring. When she emerged, she had a tray of tall glasses with a green substance in it. Many clapped in pure foodie bliss. One of her old Pinoy refreshment favorites, an avocado smoothie. Avocado shakes were a comfort food born out of lack of abundant food resources and a lot of ingenuity with what was readily available to make something that was delicious and substantial to satiate a starving belly. It was made from ripe avocados, condensed milk, and crushed ice. It was a heaven scent on the hottest tropical weather days. Minnie could tell from the growing moo on Prue's face that he was shocked by the idea of a green drink and increasingly revolted when he found out what the main ingredient was. You see, Cruz was Nicaraguense. In his culinary world, avocados had no business being anywhere but complementing carne asada in a chopped salad or decorating the corners of yuca con chicharrón. No smoothies, no sweetness, no way. He refused to even go through the motions of fake-sipping the drink. As Jenna glanced in pity at her sister's direction, Minnie was becoming increasingly pink and made to feel discomfited by this faux pas. And Tiff, in typical Filipino fashion, was gracious and apologetic, offering to make another type of refreshment that she probably didn't have and had to send her husband out to get. Cruz was immovable and was blooming into a shade not far from the verdant, bright drink. The frown still firmly in place, he was also beginning to remind Minnie of a petulant child not wanting to eat his veggies. As infatuated as she was by the electric novelty of the relationship, she experienced a brief revulsion herself. An incredulity, or maybe a premonition, of how stupid and uncouth this boy could be. Yeah, cute enough, but uh uh-uh. Really not marriage material. Thank you.